0: Hey everyone, it's Graham Taylor here at Hudson Rose. I hope you're well. We're here with session three of the podcast, the UK Mortgage Podcast, which aims to demystify some of the processes and terminology and jargon of buying a house in the UK with a mortgage. Uh, this episode is all about financial advice and financial advisors. And what I want to do is just cover off some of the differences between types of financial advisor, uh, explain where you can go to get financial advice, and also why it's so critical to get financial advice when you are dealing with something like a mortgage. So we'll we'll cover all those bits and pieces off, uh, and then you'll be armed with even more knowledge going forward to uh, wow dinner party guests and friends uh, with your in-depth understanding of the mortgage market so uh, if you need uh, any more help on this or you want to get in touch and find out how we can help you in your particular circumstances uh, feel free to reach out on 0330 122 9920 check out the hudson rose facebook page at facebook.com forward slash hud rose or check out the website www.hudson-rose.co.uk but uh, let's get to it this one's all about financial advice see you soon bye Right then, financial advice. Let's start at the top. Um, sounds very grown up getting financial advice, sort of thing you think of uh, wealthy, elderly people with their millions finding out ways to squirrel it away for the tax man or uh, make it grow more and generally hoard onto their massive amounts of wealth. Uh, it is that, actually, to be fair, at times there is some of that going on, not in the world that I uh, inhabit, which is mortgage and insurance or property finance and insurance. But, Joking aside, financial advice is really important and is really, really crucial when you're looking to buy a house. Remember, a mortgage is a debt secured against your home. That very first episode, we talked about the death pledge. So it is very serious. It's important that you do it properly and that you understand how it's put together. And getting financial advice gives you that professional expertise of someone explaining to you and formally recommending the best way to do it. Now, by having a financial advisor Explain and advise you what's the best way to structure the debt, you're gaining protection. Because as financial advisors in the UK, we have a lifetime liability for the advice that we give. We have to take it to our grave. When I stamp my name against something to say, do you know what? I think this is the best way to do it, I'm really mean it. And it really it follows me through for life. So by having that uh, that professional expertise and taking that advice, you know that you're protected, that if that advice wasn't correct. Uh, and ends up causing you damage in the long run then clearly you've got uh, a course of action to come back to them and say well actually do you know what that wasn't best advice and it's for that reason that financial advisors are regulated in the uk so the first thing you want to make sure is when you're dealing with a financial advisor is that they are regulated by the financial conduct authority Uh, anyone that's sort of um, knocking out advice down the pub or in back alleys which would be surreal at best, but probably quite funny. Um, avoid them like the plague because they're clearly they're not regulated. They're not going to give the protection that you deserve uh, when you're buying your mortgage in the UK. Now, it's important to note that when you buy a mortgage or when you get a mortgage in the UK, as under current regulations, if you speak to someone, either tele- on the telephone or face to face, then you have to take advice. You can't just walk into a bank anymore and just say, I'll have that one, please. Type it into the computer, see if it works. Uh, That used to be called execution only. And execution only sales uh, went out of fashion a few years ago because the regulator changed up the way they wanted to do it. So now if there's any human interaction, you have to take advice. But that's a really good thing. So the next question is, where do you take advice from? Now, for the purpose of this section, I'm going to concentrate solely on obtaining mortgage advice. So forget about pensions, forget about investments, forget about insurance for now. We'll come back to that topic later on. But just about mortgage advice, where can you get your mortgage advice from in the UK? Broadly, there's two sources. The first is going to be from a bank or a building society. Uh, Almost all banks and building societies are going to have an in-house mortgage advisor where they're going to be able to advise you on the process of getting a mortgage, the right product for you, and how much you can borrow, and everything else that mortgage advisors generally do. Outside of the bank or the building society... You've got financial advisors, and they may be specialists like myself who deal solely in property finance and maybe insurance as well, or they might be uh, independent financial advisors where they do a bit of pensions, a bit of investments, a bit of mortgages. I have to say that the latter, the, the independent financial advisor is becoming more and more of a rarity because as the markets get more and more complicated, people are starting to realize that actually you can't be an expert in pensions, investments, insurance, mortgages, um, you know, later life lending, all these different things because they are so complicated in themselves. So you tend to find now that uh, you get financial advisors that specialize in, say, the pensions, or myself, I specialize in mortgages. And if my clients have a pension need, then I'll refer them to somebody else that can help with that. Now, the fundamental difference between a bank and building society, society advisor and a another financial advisor that maybe works for themselves, um, or a larger company, is the choice of products that they offer. So a mortgage advisor in a bank or a building society can only tell you about their mortgage products. So if you go and see a, uh, an HSBC mortgage advisor in an HSBC branch, they can only tell you about HSBC mortgages, which is great if HSBC mortgages are the thing that's right for you. But they can't tell you about perhaps what Santander are offering or Nationwide or Halifax or TSB or Virgin Money or insert other lender name there. Uh A whole of market mortgage advisor or an independent financial advisor is going to have access to the whole of the mortgage market and therefore not only be able to tell you about maybe HSBC's policy, but also tell you about the Santander's, the Nationwide's, the TSB's, the Halifax's, all these other lenders. And because they have a wider scope of the market, they're able to therefore match you to the right lender and match you to the right product. Because all lenders have different lending criteria, so whilst TSB might want you as a customer. Halifax might say actually you're not for us because of the way your income's made up or how long you've been self-employed or the property type or a load of other reasons that we'll cover off in future. Now it's important to note that there are some lenders and some building societies that won't deal with intermediated business. What I mean by that is that they won't accept business from a third-party financial advisor someone like myself. Now, these tend to be fairly few and far between, but the regulator, quite rightly, the Financial Conduct Authority, likes people like us to let you know that there are certain instances where they're not available to brokers, these schemes. They tend to be smaller building societies, uh, whereby... Uh, they can't take the level of business that um, a broker might send them. If you imagine very small regional building society saying we're going to accept business from mortgage brokers and then all of a sudden they get bucket loads through the door overnight, they just simply can't. They haven't got the money to lend and they can't underwrite that amount of um, application. So it's easy to, to, to control the flow of what comes through the front door by just allowing their in-house advisors to do it. However, at the time of recording this, uh, about 75% of all mortgages in the UK um, are transacted by an intermediary. And the reason for that is twofold. Firstly, uh, where's the bank branches? Um, They're they're closing them down on a weekly basis. Uh, Certainly in the local uh, village and town where we are, the, the number of branches is just completely disappearing. So they've still got to try and hit their targets, but the face of banking and the way that we bank is changing. So there aren't the physical structures to house the mortgage advisors anymore. But it's also one of cost. Um, There's a, there's a cost to doing the sort of business, the sort of mortgage advice, the financial advice business in the UK because of the regulation. And if you think that mortgage advisors have to have the right qualifications, they have to be kept up to speed on uh, what's going on with the regulations and be trained and monitored and all the other stuff that goes with a regulated role. It becomes easier for banks and building societies to outsource that cost to third parties uh, rather than have that as a cost base themselves and simply just pay for the business that comes through the door and allow the broker to handle all the compliance and all the other gubbins that goes with a, a regulated role. So if you've decided to go down the financial advisor route rather than going to a bank or building society, how do you pick the right financial advisor? What's the magic quality that we're looking for? What questions are we going to ask to make sure that you end up with someone that knows what they're doing and not some cowboy that's in it for a quick buck. Well, hopefully there shouldn't be many cowboys due to the regulations, but they are still there in every industry as I'm sure you're aware. So the first thing you wanna do is you wanna make sure they're qualified. As we said earlier on, it's a regulated industry. They need to be suitably qualified to give you that financial advice, to give you that mortgage advice. So question one is, are you qualified? Uh, Question two is going to be around what access they have to the market. You're looking for a whole of market mortgage advisor. Now, there are some advisors. We've got the bank guys uh, and girls that only advise on the products from that particular lender. But there's a middle bit. There's a bit. There's a group of advisors that are restricted in the way they give advice. And what I mean by that is that they might advise from a panel of lenders. So a panel of lenders might only be a handful, might be a small basket of 10 lenders rather than the whole of the mortgage market. Now there's nothing wrong with that because it might be that your particular circumstances fit into uh, one of those lenders um, policies and that is the best that 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 advisor can do for you. But seeing as we're at the beginning of our journey and we're trying to work out what the best thing to do is, I would say, make sure you find yourself a whole of market advisor. So question uh, two for your advisor is, do you have access to the whole of the UK mortgage market? The final thing to consider when you're choosing a financial advisor that's going to help you with your mortgage requirements is a bit vague and it gets a bit wishy-washy, but you need to find someone that you trust. You need to find someone that you think is going to get this over the line for you and get this job done. Because as I said to you at the beginning, it's 50% financial advice, it's 50% service. You could be the most technically proficient, legend status financial advisor if there is such a thing. But there's no awards I've seen for that so far. Maybe we could create one. But if you haven't got the customer service element down and you're not giving the customer what they require, then you're no good to anyone. So find someone where you kind of click with and you think, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that this person A is whole of market, uh, B is qualified, and C actually. I think they've got the commercial now to get this over the line for me because sometimes property transactions need to go really quickly. Uh, Sometimes they need to go really slowly and there needs to be a bit of uh, a bit of managing of the timescales from all sides. But someone that's on the ball and that can uh, can get it over the line for you in the minimum amount of fuss is the person you want fighting your corner because we should add that the financial advisor or your mortgage advisor is working for you. So they should have your best interests at heart. Uh, If you're buying a house, the estate agent is generally gonna be working or is working for the person selling the property. So by having a decent mortgage advisor, a decent mortgage broker uh, in your corner, you've got someone there um, with a professional who's done it before and can help you out. So uh, yeah, make sure there's someone you get on with. So finally, we found our mortgage advisor. We found our financial advisor. We're happy with them. They're legend status. They're qualified. They're whole of market. Really happy with what they're going to do for us. What's going to happen? What they're going to ask is what's the process? Well, it's pretty straightforward. What a financial advisor is going to do is they're going to start by getting down your financial information in a form of what's called a fact find. And that's not just your financial information, Actually, it's your personal information as well. So they're gonna find about your address history, your date of birth, how many children you have, uh, where you work, what you earn, any debts you have like credit cards, loans, store cards. They're going to do a a budget planner affordability. So they're gonna get these hard facts down at a, at a meeting now some advisors will still come out and sit on your sofa and sit for an hour and interview you or two hours and interview you some will bring you into their office and, and do the same others will allow you to complete your details online at a time uh, that suits you um we're one of those by the way <laughs> but once they've got those hard facts the next thing they're gonna do is have a chat about what you want from your mortgage now this is really important your advisor should be listening to what it is that you want from the mortgage in terms of how much do you want to pay how do you feel about interest rate rises or uh, how do you feel about making large overpayments to the mortgage or do you want to offset uh, a current account well, something we'll come to in in future uh, episodes about about product but that's the bit where they're gathering soft facts and that's where they're learning about what you want because until we as advisors know what you want we can't make a formal advice we can't make a formal recommendation as i should say so really important that once we are on the hard facts they're then going to ask you about what is important to you so get an idea of do you want do you mind if interest rates go up do you prefer to be locked in how long do you intend to stay in the property are there any life events that you think might come up are you going to start a family are children going to move home all these sorts of things come into the mix and actually uh, as a broker when we're putting our recommendation together. These are the bits that really drive the recommendation and are really, really important. So don't worry about your first meeting with your financial advisor. They should be make you feel relaxed. You should someone you, you get on with and feel comfortable around and just provide them with the information, have a conversation and crucially ask as many questions as you like. Uh, no one that I know in this industry that's any good at their job minds somebody asking questions. Uh, we regularly work with clients for sort of 12 months, 18 months before they actually transact business with us because they've got these questions and things coming on. which is kind of why this podcast started, obviously, because we thought we could put some information out there. There might be some people listening to this who are yet to approach a financial advisor because they think, oh, I don't want to maybe, you know, interrupt any or I'm not that serious yet so you can get the information from here but likewise any decent person is going to be more than happy to answer your questions so that's episode three done and dusted I bet you never thought you'd be listening to a 15 minute podcast about how to choose a financial advisor but you have you've done it well done Tick it off your bucket list um hopefully that has given you a bit of an overview about what financial advisors do uh, where you can find them Um, what you should ask them when you do find them and also a little bit about why financial advice is so important when you're buying a mortgage or when you're getting a mortgage in the UK because it is secured against your house and clearly if you get the wrong sort of mortgage or do something that causes you problems further down the line then your house could be at risk so like always I hope you have found that useful Uh, please do reach out and say hello if you've got anything you want particularly covered off or you've got any specific questions uh, drop us an email at hello at Hudson-Rose.co.uk or ping us a message on Facebook. As I said, that's Facebook.com forward slash Hud Rose, H-U-D-R-O-S-E. But until next time, have a great one and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.